Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors, uh, and you can listen to them. You listen to Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. We know not everybody can listen to them on Saturday mornings. We know not everybody can listen to a podcast. So we break out a podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thanks, Doug. Well, just in case anyone missed it, happy spring now that it's officially here, even if the weather isn't. This might sound familiar to listeners lately, but tracked vehicles are still needed to get around on Devil's Lake, or just about any lake in North Dakota for that matter. And slush is still an issue on Devil's Lake, even with tracks, both for getting around on the ice and it's slushy when you're drilling a lot of holes. Even so, the hardy anglers venturing out continue finding perch success, especially on the east end of Devil's Lake. Look for some walleye as well. Other lakes are generally quiet, and that extends even into the central part of the state, including the Missouri River tail race. Lake Audubon's equally quiet. The east end and midsection of Lakes Kakawea are pretty slow for angler numbers as well, but some pike are showing up for those anglers getting out on the ice on the east end. North Dakota residents have until March 29th to get their applications in for moose, elk, and bighorn sheep. Another important date is April 1st. That's when everyone over the age of 16 needs a new North Dakota fishing license. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale, and she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. You hear Brewer Agri gone outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Not everybody can listen then. And not everybody can check out their podcast. So here is a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. We are extremely excited to welcome back Mr. Nick Harrington, South Dakota Game, Fish, and Parks. And Nick, uh, it's been a little while, and uh, great to have you back on the show. Yes, thank you guys for having me back. I love being on. I love being on with you. It's always fun. It's always great to talk about the good things happening there in the state of South Dakota and. It may not feel like it outside, but time is coming to start making those summer plans, isn't it? It sure is. We are we are pretty much in the heart of heart of our reservation season, getting ready for getting ready for camping in our state parks. Um, February is really kind of our kickoff, and then February, March, April, and and even into that first part of May. That's the that's the time to be making your camping reservations. Tell us how that works for for those state park facilities. Um, what is the window in terms of making those advanced reservations and, and laying out plans for our trips? Yep. So it's, so it's 90 days in advance that you can book 90 days from the, from the day you would arrive, um, with the exception of Custer state park, which is one year in advance and our, our modern lodging facilities, such as our, 
are cabins. Um, and when I say modern, I mean they have running water, they have bathrooms within them, that kind of stuff. Um, but for the most part, for your for your camping in, in South Dakota State Parks, it's going to be that 90 days in advance. Um, on our website, gfp.sc.gov, um, search our 90-day calendar, and it'll show you that that first day you can book. So say you want to come for, for Father's Day weekend, it's going to show you, all right, this is the day you, you want to book. If You can start booking if you want to show up on Friday. If you want to show up on Thursday, you, that, that would be a day before. Um, but works, works pretty slick. Those sites become available 7 a.m. that day. Um, so it's, it's not, it's once, basically once the day starts, you're ready to start booking. And, and yeah, you'll have, you'll have folks that those prime sites, especially for like, Father's Day weekend, Fourth of July, those holiday weekends, they'll fill up pretty quickly, but you'll find other weekends, especially even uh, insider trick for everybody listening, those weekends after holidays, those tend to have quite a bit of availability too. And, and you can book those right up and right up until the day you get there too. So from, from day one to 90, wherever you fall in planning your trip, you're, you're going to have the opportunity to book those sites. Hey Nick, I got to believe that some of these spots and the reason why you have such structured rules is because some of this stuff fills up pretty darn quick. So if somebody goes on the website, let's say they want to book a campsite or a certain campsite for this state park on this day, is it pretty easy for them to tell if it's taken, if it's, will it not be on the website if it is taken? So if they see it on there, that means it's, it's available. Yep. So it, so it would be color coded and, and how our, how our reservation system go out North South Dakota. Um, that's our reservation and licensing system. How that works is it's, it's really unique to you and your equipment. So what you'll do is you'll put in the days you were looking to come and your equipment type too. So if you have a really big, if you have a really big rig, it's going to automatically filter out those sites that, that you would be too big for. And so, you know, you're going to have the right pad for, for your equipment. And then, like you said, if it's, if it's taken, if it's reserved, it's going to be, it's going to be in the red. And if you see it green, that means you're good to book. Once you put that in your cart, once you make that reservation, you have 20 minutes, you're going to be put on a 20 minute timer. And so that site is yours as long as you complete the transaction in those 20 minutes. But if, if you just put it in and then you waited the next day or something, that, that wouldn't work. That would be, it would be out of your cart 20 minutes later and, and available for somebody else. So do you pay full price right out the bat or is it just a deposit? Um, you would, you would pay for the camping night right there, right in that transaction. Okay. So it would have, it would have your full fees and then, and then you would be ready to go really once you pull into the park, you, you would just go straight to your site and you'd be ready to set up and start camping. You know, as an outdoor enthusiast, I always uh, look forward to the time when you can disconnect from technology and, and not have that at your hip. But I got to say, Nick, this is, this is fantastic. This is a great use of technology to be able to plan, to book, to take things uh, and all the work out of those trips we might have planned for the summer. Did I hear you say off air also you can purchase park entrance passes on that same site? Correct. Yep. So really everything you're looking to do in the South Dakota outdoors, you can do through Go Outdoors South Dakota. So you'll get your reservations. You can get your park entrance license. You can buy your hunting, hunting license, your fishing license. You can apply for it. You can apply for your deer license. Everything you're looking to do in South in, in our outdoors, 
go outdoors South Dakota has you covered. It's really quick and, and really easy. So, Rick, for, for somebody that has never made reservations at a South Dakota State Park, and I think I already know the answer to this, uh, if they make a reservations for a camping site or a cabin somewhere, they still have to have a park entrance permit, correct? Correct. Yep, you would need you would need those park entrance licenses for for to to really enter the park. Wow, that's uh, but it's easy. It's you can get all of it right there, and there's more than just a handful of state parks in South Dakota. My notes here says it's over fifty different parks you can make reservations for. Yep, and and parks you can make reservations for, and then we've got that park entrance license you're referencing. That's going to get you into another dozen too. So you're going to get into over sixty state parks and. And like you said, over 50 of them have camping. So that's one thing that every time I get to talk about our state park system, I think we're really fortunate here to have an awesome state park system top to bottom. I mean, we all know Custer State Park, right? We all know Lewis and Clark. Um, we all know, say, Owyhee Downstream and Pier. But you're going to go have a top-notch experience everywhere in every single one of our state parks. And, and that's what makes it, to me, so so exciting and, and so awesome and welcoming for folks even if you even if you're late and you want to just my goodness i want to go camping next weekend or camping this weekend the weather looks great and you miss that 90-day window there's still awesome spots that you can go out and enjoy and really when i tell those folks a lot of the times they come back and they say well we we really like this site and we always like this park but we went here just on a limb and and this is our new favorite And, and you can find some really good hidden gems doing that way and and again, wherever you go, you're going to have a great experience. And, and that's what I'm really proud of. So, Nick, let's single one out here for a minute. Uh, earlier, you had mentioned that for most of these parks, it's 90 days in advance, except for Custer. Why yep. is Custer a year long and why is it so popular? I, I think the, the, the first answer I would say is the reason it's a year long is, is because it is so popular, because we have such high demand for those campsites. And then really, I mean, to answer your question, I think it is everything that the park has to offer. I mean, the Black Hills are beautiful. That's an awesome vacation destination, whether you're staying in Custer or whether you're, you're looking to stay in Rapid City, work, Sturgis, wherever you are. Um, but again, just the whole, the whole combination of the wildlife you encounter, the staff you encounter, the amenities we have, the, you can be out of town, but you're still close to town. I think that's the biggest draw for, for a lot of folks. And, I mean, it's really the crown jewel of our, of our state park system for, for those reasons. Yeah, it absolutely is. And it's nice that you extend that reservation for that year time frame to give folks. Uh, because I, I have to imagine there's a lot of draw to that park, not just from South Dakota residents, but from people across the entire country. Absolutely. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It is a vacation destination, whether you're in South Dakota, whether you're across the country, um, really across the world, actually, even we'll have folks coming from, from literally around the world to visit Custer State Park. And, and to have that right here in South Dakota, I, I think that's just absolutely awesome. But like I said, on, on the same breath, you can go and you can have an awesome time at, at Lake Louise and Miller, South Dakota. You can go have an awesome time at, at Shade Hill and and if somebody can point to Shade Hill on a map, I, I mean, points to them. They've, they've done their homework. They've used our website. But again, to me, that is what makes our, our state park so system. We have that upper end of, of Custer State Park, but 
there's really no parks that you go, oh, they haven't paid attention to this one because all those parks are, are so awesome and so welcoming. Nick, thank you for spending some time with us this morning. Nick Harrington, South Dakota Game Fish and Parks. We appreciate having you on. Thank you guys again. I love being on with you guys, and I, I think we're all excited for summer. We definitely are. And Well, it is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available by Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Make sure you check out them Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock. And then also you can check out their podcast at kfgo.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.